Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B, and I'm a life coach. I've started this podcast because... I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people and what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of their circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110 fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I love being in that inquiry because I'm either expanding or retracting. And as long as I keep looking at that, I will expand. And I've been sharing about boundaries and there's 10 laws and we're on the third. It's the law of power. Oh, it's Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And he talks about the 12 steps. It says, I am powerless over my behavior. And I think it's step two, I'm powerless over alcohol. My life has become unmanageable. And then it says, am I powerless over my behavior? It's a question. And if I am, how can I become responsible? And what do I have the power to do? And this is so great. I was laughing because I just took on a respite job with troubled teens and there's a 15-year-old and 16-year-old in this home, and they like to drug. They've had a, a, a horrendous background, horrendous. Most of them been in and out of the system since they were little, like I had been. And they're choosing to do things that, like both parents, both of these kids, both of their parents, their mothers were addicted, had addictions. And 
it's interesting working with them because I today they've been really testing me and they were testing me a lot yesterday and then one today said to me you're stricter than any caregiver I've had and all I was asking her to do was vacuum in her room and apparently every they get paid if they do a chore and she was being belligerent and not speaking nicely but I, I just let that all go but I, I made her do her room thoroughly and she was furious everybody else lets me away with it I went well and I just said well uh, everybody has their different ways of interacting with you and and she goes, you owe me this money. I'm supposed to be paid for chores. And I was able to say, I don't owe you any money whatsoever. If you do the chore the way I've asked you to, I'll gladly give you the money. If not, no big deal. Anyways, it ended up she did. But it was like this half hour struggle that could have been done unless so I'm laughing at the law of power. She has an attitude problem, a chip on her shoulders, but she doesn't see it. But anyways, we, it says... Though you do not have the power in and of yourself to overcome certain patterns, you have the power to do some things that will bring fruits of victory later. So one, you have the power to agree with the truth about your problem. To speak to somebody, counselor or someone who will be straight with you, what is so? What are you doing that isn't working? And you might not be able to change it yet, but you can look and own it. Like say, yeah, I, ha I have this problem. Number two, you have the power to submit your inability to a God of your understanding and, and at whatever that is. You always have the power to ask for help and yield. You have the power to humble yourself and turn your life over to him. You know, I had to humble to one of the girls. I had told her there was a rule in the house that they're not to go in each other's rooms. And the other girl wasn't there and the one girl was taking makeup. And so I told her she wasn't allowed in the room. I found out afterwards they share makeup. That was okay. They just can't hang out with each other in the room. So I had to go to her and say, hey, I misinterpreted the rule. I apologize. I'm new in this house. And so I had to humble myself. So you may not be able to make yourself well in the moment, but you can call the doctor or you could call someone to help you. The humbling of yourself is what gives you, hey, I've made a mistake here or I need help. And number three, you have the power to search and ask God and others to reveal more and more about what is within your boundaries. And then number four, you have the power to turn from the evil that you find within yourself. This is called repentance. Well, this is a biblical book and I don't mean it to be that way. It says, does this mean that you'll be perfect? No, you have the power to turn this destructive pattern within you. It's called repentance. It doesn't mean that you'll be perfect as you practice altering it, but you can own that your the pattern is destructive so number five you have the power to humble yourself and ask God and others to help you with your development mental injuries and leftover childhood needs many of your problematic parts come from being empty inside and you need to seek God and others to have those needs met I went and got help from a counselor who specialized in adult children of alcoholics and adult children of alcoholics that dealt with sexual abuse. I did that and I that was the road of starting the road of my recovery almost 30 years ago. Six, you have the power to seek out those whom you have injured and make amends and I, I had to look at even 
Though I had been victimized as a child, I had harmed other people and that I didn't get to justify being nasty to people, that there was some cleaning up that I, I had to do and be responsible for those that I had injured. I'll give you an example, like with my children, when my raising my children, I made mistakes and my daughter was hurting 28 years old. She's now almost 30. I had to make amends to her even though I didn't agree with her view on everything that she said, she was hurting and she felt she'd been harmed. So I had to validate her feelings and be responsible for the harm that I did and allow her to have that freedom to express her hurt. I had to own that. It says, on one side of the coin, your boundaries help define what you do not have the power over. You know, when you look at the serenity prayer, and I, this has helped me so much, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So I'm asking God to clarify my boundaries. You can work on submitting yourself to the process and working with God to change you. You cannot change anything else, not the weather, the past, the economy, especially not other people. You cannot change others. Many people suffer from trying to change others than from any other sickness. It's impossible. What you can do is influence others, but there's no trick. Since you cannot get them to change, you must change yourself so that their destructive patterns no longer work on you. And that's what I've been doing for over 30 years. So that their destructive patterns no longer work on you. Change the your way of dealing with them. They may be motivated to change if their old ways no longer work. Another dynamic that happens when you let go of others is that you begin to get healthier. And that I started getting healthier. And they may notice and envy your health. They may want some of what you have. One more thing, you need the wisdom to know what is you and what is not you. Pray for the wisdom to know the difference between what you have the power to change and what you do not. And I constantly struggle with that at times, you know. God grant me the strength to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I now seek out help and look and see, is this my responsibility or is it is it theirs? Where can I be take ownership? and then allow them to take ownership. You know, one of the girls in the house today got angry with me, and I let her be with her anger. They do not like, no, they have, these kids, the ministry has allowed them, because they've been so abused, that then they go to the other extreme and allow them to get away with things, and there is not a real big consequence. So here I am saying no to them and they're like, whoa, no, you owe me. I have a sense of, they have a sense of entitlement. This is what I'm seeing and I owe them. And I was able to say today, no, I, I do not have to give you money for your chores if you're not doing them uh, properly or half-assed. I do not have to. And I was being pretty lenient with them because they are not doing a thorough job. But they had to make that effort. And when they made the effort, I gave them some money. But when they weren't, I was not going to give in to that. So in closing, we're exploring 
how to thrive, whether we're 10 or 110. And I want you to look at, in the law of power, I want you to look at, are you powerless over your behavior? Where can you be responsible? What power do you have? So maybe you have a a behavior that you take things personally, or you yell, or you withdraw uh, when you're hurt. What can you become responsible about? So I want you to write on a piece of paper, What new action could you take right now that could make a difference? I'm not saying you have to take that action right now. Uh, Before you take any action, I'd be talking to someone who did have healthy boundaries. But what new action could you take right now that could make a difference around are you powerless over your behavior? How can you, you become responsible? Maybe you pay off your kids debts too much or maybe you don't mind your own business some and and you have to step in and give your view and maybe that's not necessary so I just want you to start writing down that prayer God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference and what where does it seem like you are powerless over your behavior? You're reacting to someone and you're not reacting peacefully and lovingly. You're, you're reacting. And what new action could you take right now that could make a difference? Who could you talk to? What are your resources? What would become available if you could give that behavior up? What's the impact of that behavior on you? What's the impact on others? And then start looking at what are you committed to and start taking new actions from that commitment or that view. Is this become a habitual pattern that has you not thrive? And if you gave it up, what could become available? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they've left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Stitcher, Google+. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. Yeah.